0: on base? Is Dylan.
1: This is Landon. If I don't pull my microphone cord out first.
0: <laughs> You're
1: good. Hey man, how you doing?
0: Good. How are you? I'm good, man. I, I know last week was a little crazy for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. But yeah. uh, I'm back. Good. With a vengeance. It's good
0: to have you back tonight. <laughs> Unfortunately, we do not have Austin with us. He had a little bit of a work mishap today, um, so uh, unfortunately, he won't be joining us tonight.
1: Physically, he's okay though. Physically, he's that, fine. Let's yeah, get that out there. Yeah, but.
0: he is fine. But we this is a two for tonight, so uh, it's just me and Landon. And uh, so, Landon, tonight we just came through with the intro on my Love Pedal MK2 Tone Bender like knockoff. Um, In my opinion, I think it's a really nice tone bender sound. I don't know if it's like exactly tone bender, but right now, just released or talked about information about the new Boss Wazicraft Tonebender. bender. I know you've been researching. Yeah, I
1: have. I have. Um, I've been kind of intrigued by it though, just to say the least. I think that's. um, I thought it was an interesting move by Boss. I think it was a very interesting move by them, but um I didn't realize at first that it was the collab. Yeah. It was a collaboration between them and solo sound, which yeah, yeah. um makes it ten times more interesting to me. Um, what brief demos of it I've heard, I think it sounds great. Oh yeah.
0: Um I mean, it sounds like a tone bender. I mean, and they're using the germaniums that mm-hmm. and stuff like that, the transistors that are in the original tone bender. Yeah, you know, I just hate the fact that they're making it a limited release. (laughs) Oh gosh, that's.
1: I'm gonna try my best to get one. Honestly, I hope you do. I hope you. It's uh, (laughs) just, gosh, it's the, it's the, it's the finish, the, the, the the hammer tone gray metal finish with the. The chicken head knobs, you And know, the like the Tom
0: script on it. I yeah, posted, like, with boss script,
1: well, and cool. it it is stamped on there, licensed yeah. by Solasound. Yeah, right? it's, so,
0: it's licensed. Yeah,
1: it's so I think, good, I mean, man. I think that's pretty cool.
0: It is too cool.
1: Um, it is too cool. But then, like, you're also getting that super compact box. Yeah, you know, with that you can't kill a boss switch. No, no, no. They're it's indestructible. Cool. Um,
0: My thing is, I do wonder. I wonder if it's going to end up sounding. Similar to like an f z three fuzz
1: honestly when when uh. the, when the original promo pictures first came <laughs> out, oh, it looked like like yeah, yeah, because all you saw it was it was a gray yeah uh boss enclosure, but they wouldn't let you see the front of it, and everything I thought, oh it's going to be the f z two or or something yeah, which,
0: dude. and like I've got the f z five and you know it's the cosm technology, all that oh, stuff yeah yeah, and you know I like it, but it's supposed to be a fuzz face, a maestro fuzz tone, and a, um, oh gosh, the octave pedal. what's it called? Uh, Octavia, Yes. right? Yeah. It's supposed to be the three, you know, that it's got. And yeah, I get it, it's the Cosm technology. I don't find that it really even comes close to those three pedals. In really? fact, I think the maestro fuzz tone effect that it has is piss poor. I think it's just, Terrible. I think it might be the worst sounding version of a maestro fuzz tone I've ever heard. So I'm I from what I've seen of this solo Sound tone that they're gonna put out, it looks awesome,
1: mm-hmm. and It
0: looks from the video, it sounded really great and impressive, and made me want one. But they something but a price point. So what what do we know about it? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I I I I was kind of I don't know. It's it's like a, a friend of mine and I talked we talked about this, and it was kind of interesting for them to stamp the Wazacraft brand. Yeah. On there, which I thought that was kind of, um, which up until this point it's been, Oh, even the solo you, sound brand? You mean. Well, no, well, no, I was just like the, just the was craft oh, stamp uh, yeah, with yeah, it yeah. being, yeah, yeah. you know, up until this point has been classic boss reissues. Yeah. yeah. The DM2, the CE2, the, you know, it's these pedals that had become so difficult to find Yeah, the original runs, the original early eighties, um, made-in-Japan boxes have become so difficult to find that Boss basically, you know, made something old, new again. Yeah. You know, but with their own modifications and their twists, you know, where you actually now have a second mode on the DM2W, for instance. You know, or you, with the CE2W, you would have... The standard c e two chorus, but you also had the c e one chorus, I believe thrown in there as well, the old original chorus ensemble, yeah, which I thought it was really cool, you know it was boss really packing a lot of heritage into those boxes, you know, but really kind of threw me for a loop was that there is going to be in a boss enclosure with the wazacraft branding, yeah, but kind of a collaboration with a company in a design that really wasn 't theirs, which yeah. i thought I thought that was kind of interesting. But I've seen it done before, I guess. It um, the
0: JHS, angry, angry driver.
1: The angry driver. Uh, but gosh, what was it? I think it was Earthquaker Devices did a 40th anniversary, 808 with oh, really? with Maxon. Oh
0: wow! Which
1: I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. I think it's 40th. Fortieth anniversary or I mean, something. I think it's so, a natural I progression mean,
0: of these boutique companies is to get in with the big dogs. Oh
1: yeah, I mean? it's uh, I mean, well, why not?
0: That's who. That's why they're here. You no, know? oh, exactly.
1: I mean, a lot of these guys we used like uh, we were talking before the we started the show about yeah. someone like Robert Keeley originally made his bones on modding pedals. Oh yeah, man. Um, which is now the I think it was the the The, the Blue blues driver, driver yeah. you know, has that. Um, I think it's a fat switch, which is basically his original one of his original mods. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was kind of neat. You know, yeah. they basically kind of.
0: And that's what tip of the cap to Robert now, Keeley you know? on that. Yeah, you yeah.
1: know, and I believe JHS used to mod those as well too. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, all these guys kind of got their got their kind of cut their teeth in the boutique pedal world modding these things. So.
0: I'm I'm really curious about that. The it's got that switch on it on the new tone Bender, um in the middle. You know they're like the Waza switch. You know mm-hmm. where it takes it from the original circuit to the reimagined Boss Waza circuit. I guess which I guess would be oh, like a cool. more game is what they're. See, I guess when I was ad, when
1: I saw the pictures of it, I never noticed that. Yeah, I, guess I, I guess I saw the chicken head knobs and thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah,
0: I think the chicken head knobs is cool, but I mean, with I guess with all the Waza pedals, they've got that mode of the you can go from you know the original or the new. Yeah, and um, you know, to me that feature is really cool. I think that's neat. Um, I, I do wonder though if the if it's going to take away from the tone of the original. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I know that like. This is the other thing about those Solo Sounds is, like, they are one of the pedal companies. You know, they talked to I can't remember the guy's name, um, the the owner of Solo Sound. You know, the the, the uh, son of the original creator. Um, They talked to him, and he talked about how he went through all his pedals, and he picked out number five hundred because that was one that they you know he set aside and everything, and that's what they based the tone off of. Well. Solo sound, just like with fuzz faces and just like with fuzz rights and stuff like that, once again, it's another circuit that uh, there are a lot of different ones, yep um so you know I mean even roto sound has their version of a tone bender, which is like the roto sound fuzz, oop, and uh, I think we got a little set coming through there,
1: I think it's out of my cord, yeah, actually coming through the cord, yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't know what that was. Yeah. I was actually just trying to find the guy's name. You sent me the link to that yeah, the other day, yeah. and um...
0: switch mics real fast. Here. Yeah, Let's see if that one. But yeah, it's um, it's one of those things that I'm back. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that works. Um, I find that you know that switch it could make a big difference on you know, is it all going to be consistent? But that's the thing about those pedals. They weren't consistent. And that's kind of the charm of the Soul Sound Tone Benders and the charm of the old pedals is that you could get so many different variations of that pedal. Um, I mean, I think there was like 10 or 15 different models in the 60s of the Soul Sound Tone Bender. I mean, Oh, you know? yeah, absolutely. And so, like, golly, man, you know, like endless variations. And so, number 500, is it going to be a lot different than what I'm playing through tonight? You know, this is based around this guy's... I mean, this guy, the love pedal guy, he made a yeah. tone bender, and I'm sure he probably owns a tone bender. I mean, I can't imagine you'd make one without owning one. <laughs> and Just
1: borrowed one for an extended period of time. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: and honestly, uh I mean... A little buzz on the amp, but... It's got that tone bender thing. Great pedal, and I'm curious if is the new one gonna be the same? Is it gonna be better? I mean, ball stuff's always better. Quality wise, quality wise, a ball pedal's is always better. But mm-hmm. I just, I'm just curious about tones, and is it gonna be worth my money? You know.
1: Yeah, I can see that. You know. Uh, which, which is what are the the three knobs on that? It's like, I mean. Okay, it, so I then, mean, based, is this is this mark based on the Mark III? Correct. I
0: thought it was based on the Mark two. Was it the two? I don't know. Okay, yeah, because it's just two knob. Was it a two knob? It's a two knobber.
1: Oh, yeah. I think it's based
0: on the original version. So, which I guess would be the Mark two, because I think the Mark one. I, I don't. I don't know if he has. It's it's not as fuzzy. The Mark One's is not as fuzzy as the Mark two is. I I don't know. It I'll might just, be the Mark three. I thought the, the Mark three though had the tone knob, and I'm pretty sure this one doesn't have a tone knob, does it?
1: I don't know. I'm about to pull it up just to double check. I don't want to tell people wrong.
0: Yeah, but all that aside, I do think it's awesome that Boss doing this. I think it's so great that Boss is jumping into that into that market because honestly, that puts them like really competing against Dunlop because Dunlop has had the market for the thing yep. fuzzface for gosh knows how long. And then to me, the fuzzface is is honestly the most classic fuzz. You know what I'm saying? Like, out of all the fuzzes, the fuzz oh, space absolutely. to me is the fuzz. You know
1: what I mean? There's a you you were also right, by the way. This is this is a two knob. It's a two knob with um
0: with the switch, right?
1: Well I'm trying to see what I'm trying to get a picture of it here.
0: Yeah, it's it's kinda of, I think it's because it's on the new you know, they just released the information about it. So it's a little bit harder Ooh. to
1: find a pick of it. Apparently that's a battery switch in the middle.
0: Oh, like a bias knob, then? Yeah,
1: basically, switch. yeah. Well, that's cool. That's pretty rad. That's
0: pretty cool. But
1: yeah, it's it's modeled after the Mark too, so it's a it's wonder, a two, it's a two knobber. I
0: wonder if they did the bias switch because I I've heard I've heard stories. I have never seen a solo sound tone bender in person. I, I mean, it's I just, haven't either. I've I seen mean, the pictures;
1: they look huge.
0: Yeah, well, where we live, we don't see these things. You know, what no, I mean? no, we're but,
1: um... <laughs> we're a few, we're just a few <laughs> miles away from Denmark Street, yeah, exactly. to say the least. Uh,
0: <laughs> I have seen the roto sound virgin version, version of it I've seen the um, which I mean I guess it's around the same size as the body of like a the color sound pedals yeah but um you know <laughs> I don't know. I, I've I've heard stories that they didn't have nine volt. That they they use mm-hmm. different voltage. Like the Maestro fuzz used like a AAA battery. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was like a one volt or two volt battery inside of it. So which is crazy. You know, just like these low voltage fuzzes uh, which sound huge. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I I'm just, I really want to try one, but I I got a feeling I'll never get my hands on one.
1: Oh man, I tell you, <laughs> you know, it'd be really fun in here uh, one day is if we actually did a tone bender episode. <sighs> And we just did nothing but tone benders. I feel and, like that's what we're yeah. doing now, except we only have one tone bender. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's oh, Gosh. Um, one of these days, I'll just... We'll, we'll just plan this. Do you this. have one? Uh, yeah, like a version? I, kinda. kind I've got a um, a Scarab by oh, okay. uh, Basic Audio. Oh, cool. Um,
0: How do you like it? I mean, do you find that it gives you like the classic tone bender style, or is it kind of more modern? Really?
1: Well, it does, but it does give you that much... It's... Yeah. That pedal is okay, if I anybody ever asks me for a recommendation for a fuzz. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like a do it all fuzz, that's not a big muff.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I always tell them, check out the scarab. It's a six knob fuzz. You know, with the bias control, you know, uh, it's fantastic. I I love it, so but but it can get you... It in gets everything in between. Yeah, I, it, so. you can do, like, the tone bendery things, and it kind of gets into pseudo-fuzz face yeah. kind of area there as well, ballpark.
0: The thing I find with a tone bender versus, like, a fuzz face is the tone bender, at a lower volume, has an almost an overdrive-y sound, mm-hmm. um, and it is a very... Um, it's almost like a hollow tone to it. It's mm-hmm. weird. It has a, a different kind of just buzz sound to it. But yeah. it gets distorted, like more of a distortion tone when you get really fuzzy. Mm-hmm. To me, I don't think it's as fuzzy as it is distortion-y when it gets really loud. But that's just going off of the one I have, which is, like I said, the love pedal. Um, and I think mean, it's awesome. But um, it com- in comparison to a fuzz face, I, I mean, I would say it's probably more... Cons- comparable to like a silicon thuss face. Mm-hmm. Which is kinda ironic because I think the originals were germanium. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot brighter germanium sounding circuit, which is cool. Yeah, you
1: know? yeah. Germanium was always kinda known for having that like uh it's kind of the the warmth yeah kind, I mean, kind of thing whereas like, the silicone was so much sharper sharp uh, sharper sharp, if, I could, yes, very sharp. if i could speak <laughs> you know and like
0: i recently got the um silicone plus phase i got one uh i got one of many ones and i like it a lot i think it's cool uh it's, it's just a different tone i don't use it as much but well I, I do find that it does sound very similar to a tone bender so i'm kind of like you know once again i'm at yeah. that point of I got a tone bender, Love pedal. I got a silicone fuzz base. I even have the classic 108 MXR. Mm-hmm. Those three pedals, to me, almost they have you know, different flavors, sure, but they're so similar mm-hmm. that, like, Bang. I just can't, I don't know. I'm at that point that I think I'm fuzzed out, man. I think I got, yeah. <laughs> I think I got too many fuzzes, Fuzzed bro. out and fizzed out. Dude, you know, but... I got too many right now. Bro. Oh,
1: gosh. See, now, I can't have enough fuzz, actually. Oh, but. Yeah. I'm kind of getting to that point where I've kind of gotten settled into this. This is just what I like, yeah. you know, versus, um, just go and pick up every fuzz that isn't nailed sure. down. I'm oh, finding that too. But either. you know, it's, um, at the end of the day, I think I'm a, I'm a big muff guy, mm. um, really and truly in any variant, but You mentioned, you mentioned.
0: Know, you mentioned. That you had a Big Muff collection, and ever since you mentioned it, because I didn't ask, and honestly, yeah. I don't, I remember you having a Russian Big Muff that you had modded.
1: Yes. Actually, I bought it modded. You it bought it? Modded. It was already right, modded, yeah. Right.
0: What other Big Muffs do you have at the moment?
1: Uh, I have... I'm going to put you on the spot. Gosh, I think, <laughs> I've had, well, I don't have most of them anymore. Yeah, um yeah. A lot of them have just been sold and flipped and everything else, and... Really and truly, is for, it was me trying to find that holy grail,
0: like
1: yeah. big muff, you know, that that was gonna do what I wanted. Sure, you know, I was looking for very specific sound, and um, I had, I've still got my, I guess it was the smaller when they first introduced the smaller box, kind yeah, of yeah, your, your, your q here, yeah, your micro q the little big muff, yeah, the little big muff. I had yeah. one of those. I bought one of the okay. uh, one of the black and yellow Russian, yeah, yeah. that 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 one had been modded. Um, which that's kind of a one-off. I've never seen another one quite like that. So I still got those.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I've went through. Gosh, I had a I had a muffaletta from JHS mm. at one point. Um. I had a. What was it? Stomp underfoot. Mm. Uh, Amherst. Okay. Which was, basically, it was Jay Mascus from Dinosaur Junior's. Actual big muff. Oh that got sent to the guy that makes Stump this, Underfoot. It, it, was it like
0: it, when the, the Op Amp Big Muffs?
1: No, no. It was... Um, I think it was a weird year, but it was a Ram's Head. I want to say it was like okay. a 74, 75. I could be wrong on this. Um, I'm just regurgitating information <laughs> that has long since been buried. But um, apparently, from what I understand, is that the guy was wanting to do clone of Jay's pedal. So Jay mask has sent him his pedal. Mm -hmm. And apparently one of the things that makes his particular pedal sound interesting is that apparently this is back in the day where they were trying to, um, I guess, hand solder all of these wires and all the, all the, all of the, the, the resistors and whatever the transistors and everything in sure, but trying to churn out as many pedals as they can a day. Doing all this by hand, so I guess somebody had missed the solder point and wired it to the wrong terminal. Yeah, but apparently it's just a very very minor difference. But apparently that's what makes his pedal sound like his pedal. Oh, cool. Um, and uh, you know that I was like, it's just it was it was a little hiccup, you know, in the Electro Harmonix factory one day that, the if if the story that I've heard is true. Yeah, you know, then apparently that is. You know, the story behind the why why his pedal sounds the way that it does and why this guy wanted to clone it. Um, I had one of those. Um, pretty cool little box, actually. Oh, sure. Um, and then I got another basic audio box. I got a uh, Tri-Ram.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: So the two-way toggle switch where it's... Uh, the two big muff circuits, whether it's the triangle or the Rams Head.
0: Yeah,
1: for me it stays on Rams Head. Although both are fun. <laughs> um, I stack that with the Scarab. Actually. Oh, yeah, okay. So, that's cool. so it's like we we're talking about tone benders and things. I I think that's something that when you really want to get crazy, like you can have the big muff on. Yeah. And as have that like as your always on thing, which I do more often than not (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um i've gotten better about it (laughs) but uh when you have that on all the time it's like when you play a lead part you want to boost that yeah and you want to boost that and make obviously make it even louder you want to make it even grittier and grimier well
0: i used to love running a rat with big muff yeah, uh, yeah, my,
1: same kind of thing. Yeah, that was one of
0: my favorite things to do. I have, yeah. um, I got the Russian, and then I've got an American Big Muff, and I, I had the Russian one first, and I had, I had an old rat, and, um, it was a, probably like got early nineties rat. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, just a the old box, but you know, still cool. Um, and. I would not turn the distortion up on the rat at all. I'd have the gain like basically turned all the way down. Just use the rat basically like a, almost like a treble booster. Yeah. You know, just version. Like a, just yeah. like, a, like a dirty boost. Yeah. Essentially. essentially yeah. yeah. And, um, and then I would, I would run the big muffin to that and it would just brighten up the big muffin in such a, in such a way. And mm-hmm. and it, it also kind of melded out a little bit, which is cool. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah, I love that combination. I haven't done that in a
1: long time, but, um, I've actually yeah, been toying around with the idea of of getting a Super Fuzz. Oh, really? Um, super Fuzz or, um, gosh, what is the, um,
0: by what brand though? What, what what Super Fuzz are you thinking about?
1: To be honest with you, like um, i kinda wanna get enough, I kind of want to get another. I kind of want to get another basic audio. Really? Like really? the the guy makes fantastic makes uh, good pedals. He he really does. He yeah. really does. You know. Okay, um, cool. Uh, fantastic pedals. Um, but what I like about his fuzz is, is he gives you a ton of volume. Mm. A ton of volume. Yeah. Um, a lot of headroom. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, they sound great. Yeah. Um, but, gosh, there's so many great pedal manufacturers out there. though. You yeah. know, like, it's there's so much going on. It really is a golden age of gear. Oh, yeah. There's...
0: I found a... I, I ran into this really good deal once. I was at a Best Buy randomly, and um, I was just walking to the store, and... I happened to look down, I was in the section when they were selling guitars, you know, back in the day, which was a random thing that they were doing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, very. Yeah,
0: and our particular guitar center, or not guitar center, but Best Buy, they didn't have, like, guitar guitars. They had, like, the Maestro and uh, uh, Baldwin Signature Series. They had those. And um, somebody had returned a Behringer Vintage Distortion to that Best Buy. And which that's the Behringer version of the Big Muff, and it's in the big box. Uh, and it looks like a Big Muff, it's slightly smaller than a Big Muff, but it's the three knob Big Muff, right? Yeah, and I found one of those, and um, I bought it, man. I, I it since it was returned, I got it for like 10 bucks, which is amazing, you know. But I think it like 35 new, but um, I don't, I don't even know if they that's, even a, make it that's so. a screaming yeah, deal, new, anyway. On. Yeah, I was just excited to get it, you know.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um,
0: I got home with it. At at first, the the fuzz you could always hear it no matter what if the pedal was on or off yeah. you could just hear it in the background you know it's on those <laughs> yeah <was> cheap men. <laughs> but uh, I will say though when it was on, it sounded like an old school big muff and and I mean old school in the sense of it kind of reminded me of the op amp big muff um,
1: it mm-hmm. was
0: it was powerful but it wasn't it wasn't super powerful and it had this rounder tone to it mm-hmm. and it was very mm-hmm. similar to the the russian but yeah man, mean I still have it I, I have it somewhere it's in here somewhere but um what a cool battle man and yeah. um I've had it for a while now and I love big muffs a lot and I think they're great I don't use them anymore
1: really and, well, what is it what is it about them are they just too boomy I don't know. Maybe it was, because 'cause I've heard that a lot of folks say that's like the big muff is just too Yeah. It's okay. too boomy for them. It's not as much of a um it's not really a texture pedal, you know, unless you're playing like the Gilmore leads or or something like that. Sure. But like you want I'm, that su- that violin sustain, but Okay. So
0: I've got I so many different fuzz pedals. And I find that I don't use the big muff as much anymore because mostly my variety that I have.
1: Mm-hmm. But,
0: like, I bought the Swollen Pickle as well. Or, my wife actually got me the Swollen Pickle um, uh, by Way Huge, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's basically Big Muff, too. Yeah. In its yeah. own way, you know what I mean? And I like how it sounds better than both the American and the Russian Big Muff.
1: Absolutely, uh, yeah. I, I, I can, it's yeah. fantastic sounding such uh,
0: a great pedal. And, um, you know, for me, ironically, I have a lot of electro-harmonics pedals, and I've gotten to where I, I'm... I'm backing off of them yeah. um i'm finding flaws in all of them these days that mm-hmm. i don't like and that are seriously keeping me from even touching them anymore i bought mm-hmm. the um uh, the electroharmonics worm pedal and i thought it was super cool i got it and um i was so excited all the videos i've seen of it were really cool it was like phaser flanger tremolo and vibrato all built into one pedal so cool i was so excited right and it's the, the smaller version of mm-hmm. it yeah so noisy, yeah, painfully noisy. I mean, it's like you plug it up, and instantly you get this hiss and this noise behind it. You hear the timing on the tremolo, the time clock on the tremolo. I mean, it just—it was so noisy. So I barely used it since I've gotten it. I bought a Germanium OD. uh, I, uh I'm a big fan of Wilco, and has yeah, a, it's yeah. like a Wilco pedal board kind of pedal. Uh, You see a lot of pictures of, like, Jeff Tweedy using the Germanium OD. I got it. Once again, noisy. Just doesn't sound good. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just having problems making it sound good. Now, I'm assuming these guys have really great sounding amps, and they want to make their amps sound crappier, and that's why they're running this particular (laughs) pedal. (laughs) That's
1: that's what I ran into. I've actually, I've I've, I've talked with, with a couple of friends about about um, EHX, yeah, and obviously the history and the pedigree and, and all that, you know, it's like what they've done,
0: yeah,
1: for the world of guitar effects.
0: Sure,
1: is it's nothing short of revolutionary. Oh yeah, I think when you are looking at the Mike uh, the OPB one, manager. and I and, think
0: Mike Matthews is awesome. Oh,
1: absolutely, Makes but cool it's, stuff. But some of the things, it's it's what are you what are y'all doing? Yeah, y, you know it's like what yeah. are y'all what are y'all? Yeah, uh, Dude's I just long
0: and like okay. So my wife got me the uh, Canyon Delay right, and I, at first I was in total love with it, and then still is a really great pedal. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, TC Electronic has the Flashback Delay, yes, and. The tone print series it's such a similar pedal mm-hmm. it's hard to say that they didn't just rip that off
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know and now they got the oceans 11 and well mean, tZ electronic also had the hall of Fame.
1: yeah
0: it's also real similar it's
1: very similar and um so similar pedals and you know with the and if anything the TC might be a little more versatile
0: yeah. Well, with the tone
1: print, you know... I mean, yeah, that's what I'm running into. Um, but, you know, with the
0: Canyon, I like it a lot. I think it's a cool pedal. Um, and it doesn't stop me from using that one in particular. I do like it. I like that it's got this octave thing mm-hmm. on it, which is really cool. Um, and I really like that a lot. Cause you can get some really neat organ effects out of it. it, it basically, it's like having a pog built into a delay pedal, which is really yeah. nice. Um, and I like that. I like that. And I like it. It's got a looper in it, too. I think that's really neat. Um, but... Just recently, I haven't been using them. I, I find that, that they're cumbersome and they're just noisy, and that's been bothering me. I, I I find myself going back to some of their more earlier designs, like the Screaming Bird Trouble Booster and stuff like that, because they're so yeah. basic, it's like they couldn't mess it up, you know what I mean?
1: Now, now one pedal of theirs, though, in, in recent years, and by that I mean, uh, I don't know, if the past... I don't know how long it's been out now. To be honest with you, time keeps flying away from me. But the Soul Food, when the oh, Soul yeah. Food came out, that made a lot of noise because a lot of folks were saying it's that it's like it's a, <laughs> like it's a clone you can get for sixty dollars yeah. or whatever. It well, I don't I don't know what the MSRP totally, yeah. was, but yeah, totally. you, you know what I mean. Like,
0: <laughs> it, it, but now on the used market, they're flooding the used market because everybody's like tired of them. What's up with
1: that? Well, that and, and I think that it's it's either that or the fact that everybody and their brother makes a clone clone.
0: Everybody makes a clone, man. Like it's when you can get a clone off of Amazon for fifteen bucks, it sounds like a clone. Yeah, that's sad. You know, that's
1: bad, dude. It's yeah. Everybody, like I said, everybody and their brother doing. I it's hard. I <laughs> and I'll be honest. I've never actually. I've never owned. A clone A clone or a clone, with, yeah. with a K. Um, I've never owned...
0: Yeah.
1: I've never owned one. I've never played through one. I, I
0: have. I got to, I got lucky enough to play through both. I've played through, an like, an old silver clone.
1: Oh, um, like an actual centaur? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. okay, wow. Okay. Yeah, I've
0: played through one of those, and i played through in the newer red ones with the white knobs.
1: With the KTRs, I think, or whatever yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. is called
0: I've played through both of those. Yeah. Um, I got lucky enough to play through them, uh, and I mean they're they're cool pedals. I like them a lot. I think they sound great. Um, I mean I've bought equivalent pedals that, to my ear, and, mm-hmm. and I you know I'm not saying I got the best ear in the world, but to my ear they sound so similar. I can't. Yeah. I can't knock it, but it also just ain't my sound. You know. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, it's like how would you describe it though? Like say. Obviously, like the tube screamer has like that mid-range mm. honk kind yeah. of in the middle, um, versus like uh, something like uh, the JHS Morning Glory was kind of loosely based on the Bluesbreaker yeah. circuit, you like know the, what the is,
0: Timmy pedal? The Timmy, yeah, yes, yeah. I w- I would I would just describe it kind of like the Timmy, as, okay, in the sense of like a transparent overdrive, okay, with a little bit more warmth and a lot more volume. Okay, there you go. So,
1: <laughs> I, so either a very light overdrive or as a boost, yeah, is, is kind of yeah, the, Okay, Yeah, it's,
0: it's a lighter overdrive. I mean, to me, it's not it, well, when I was playing it. it I didn't, yeah, I didn't crank it or anything, so, so I didn't get anything crazy from it. You know more what I mean? of
1: like a texturizer.
0: I mean, honestly, I would say if you have a blues driver, mm-hmm. just keep a blues driver. Okay, you know what I mean. Same type of thing. Yeah, I mean, very really yeah. similar type of deal. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, Love pedal makes a lot of really nice boost overdrive pedals mm-hmm. that get so close to sounding to me better than mm-hmm. a Klon. I'd rather get anything from Love pedal that, you know, that has those features um, for, for, golly, a fraction of the price, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw a Klan pop up the other day on Reverb for like $4,000. Wow. What, what are people thinking? Dude? Yeah. Who's buying that? Like, who is, like, oh, I'm jonesing for that car. Yeah, I gotta yeah. buy that thing.
1: Dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, crazy. That's crazy, man. I I literally had to sell every guitar I own just to buy one. Uh, no
1: kidding. I, I, gosh, I remember when it came out. I, I don't know if it's still in production or not. Of, I want to say they got bought by um, Cusack. Oh, yeah. I think it was. but. Um,
0: Cusack's got some cool pedals.
1: They do. They, they do. nice but gosh, I think it was Mojo Hand was at the company. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, my
1: Uh They had the Rook pedal out oh, that yeah, apparently yeah. a lot of people were were saying you know it's
0: the um,
1: you know it? kind of in the same yeah. thing, but but I think it was supposed to have a little more gain, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, um, J Rocket has the Archer. Yes, and that is the closest one I've found.
1: Really? Okay. I
0: mean, hands down the closest clone I have
1: found. I've heard about the mm. Mm-hmm brand as well um keep in mind i've never played any of these so i'm just like I'm <laughs> i got li- to play
0: through a J Rocket, and it was cool and i wish i would have bought it when i saw it so it was a good deal like 149 when i thought wow but um yeah great pedal great that's I on don't, I don't uh, any j rockets so i want some they're really cool pedals yeah pretty pretty cool
1: that's that's, that's something i just need to add to the collection um,
0: yeah we need and... to have uh, a, a good version of it yeah but i mean the Power Original is just ridiculous right now.
1: It's crazy. Um, it's... Granted, yes, it's a piece of music history in and of itself. You know, I, I don't know if there's been a pedal that's ever created as much hype. I used you know? to
0: have... I used to have that original Big Muff. Remember when I had that one Big Muff that had the switch on the back? Yeah. I had that. And, um... You know, before it messed up and didn't work any, ever again... Um, I, I had one opportunity to use it against my USA Big Muff, and honestly, dude, I couldn't hear any
1: difference yeah. in the sound at all. Like, oh, there it is yeah, it's it's right in front of
0: us. like right it, there in front of us. It's like it just snuck up on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it, it's crazy. It heard us uh, talking about yeah, it. Yeah, man. man, that's a cool pedal. I probably ain't got a battery in it, but uh, it's they're, they're fun. They sound cool. Um, I, I would recommend you look at Behringer stuff. If you can find old Behringer pedals, the ones that are made to be, like, mm. the electroharmonic stuff, they are so dang close to being the electroharmonics that it's sad that, yeah. I mean, why would you pay any extra money for the electroharmonics, I mean, other than resale? And
1: uh, anybody getting started, a very good delay pedal was that the little, uh, the, was it the gray one? The vintage delay. <laughs> Which is, that's right basically, the show. yeah, basically, yes, that one.
0: Super cool pedal. Yeah.
1: Dare I say shades of a DM two?
0: I mean, honestly, I've I think it waiting. is a DM two. I think it's a DM two, man. I've been waiting for you to bring your DM two over so we can shoot them out the next week. You're like, it sounds so dang similar. It's kind of shocking.
1: That's uh <laughs> maybe. We'll do that next week.
0: Dude, we got to, it so to because it is so close. Because
1: just just for a comparison's sake, yeah, man. Then we'll have we can compare the two delays. Yes, and then uh be great. If you've never played through the Scarab, you know... Then, oh, yeah, That'll that, that, be on out. the board. Yeah, you can try it. that out. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, give that thing a spin and see definitely. if you like it.
0: Oh, well, you know, I haven't talked about what we got new this week. Um, this week, I got lucky. I got... Uh, <laughs> speaking of TC electronics, I got three TC electronic pedals this week. I got the Cinder's Overdrive, the Choka Tremolo, and the Rusty Fuzz. And...
1: It just sounds dirty.
0: Does the it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it does. Rusty fuss. Yeah. It does. If something comes to mind immediately, and I don't even want to repeat. But, okay, so I told myself I wasn't going to buy any more from this line. Um, I bought them because I found a good deal on Reverb, man. I'm the Reverb guy. But um, they came in the mail the other day. I barely got to play through them. Played through them a little bit. Really, um, they're both cool. Um, they both have... Uh, all, they're all three cool um, the rusty fuzz I find it doesn't have the volume and I want out of it <laughs> these cinders mm. sounded great but it was noisy uh, the choco was cool it was a good tremolo I mean it sounded really nice I was pretty oh, impressed cool. by it um, all these pedals you can get new from Guitar Center for really good deals uh, during Cyber Monday they were like 30 bucks on their website really yeah they were selling them for 30 bucks now okay so this is what I've heard though Behringer bought TC
1: Electronic. Beringer owns TC Electronics. Really? When did this happen? Before these pedals came
0: out, the Smorgasbord oh, so it's, series. Oh, so
1: it's been a while then. Yes. This Apparently, smorgas- been-
0: the Smorgasbord series, as they refer to them, is Behringer circuits. Really? So all these metal TC electronic pedals that you can get from Guitar Center, from from what I'm hearing. Are basically reimagined circuits of the Behringer plastic pedals. No
1: kidding. That's why
0: there's so many different variations of this of these little metal pedals, um, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But... Uh, I, they, they did scale down a few things, but I think they picked out some like the effects that they like best. Like I think the uh, Reverb Machine, I think the Drip uh, TC Electronic Drip Reverb came from the Reverb Machine
1: mm-hmm. Reverb
0: pedal. that that Behringer had for a while along with like their shimmer reverb and um or i think it's called fluorescence is what the uh tc electronics version is called um there's a few different ones out there though but i like them i think they're cool but at the same time i just feel like i'm adding to my Behringer collection when i now since i've learned this and um the Rusty Fuzz, they say it is an F C three. Really? Yeah, it's basically an F C C an F C three circuit. Um which is that's fun. Um and it it sounds cool, I like it. Uh, it just makes me think that Chachoka is just the boss tremolo <laughs> if
1: that's the case, you if, know? And yeah. and it probably
0: it, I can't imagine I don't have was... the Behringer Tremolo. I bought it from my dad and he has it, he likes it. Um, I can only imagine they sound identical. So, do
1: you have the Boss Tremolo? Or... I, no, don't. No. I don't. You had it? I I had like two of them, I think. Yeah,
0: I don't have any of them. Yeah. This is I got this Tremolo, and I have a Joyo Tremolo, and then I've got Tremolo and like a ton of other pedals. I got like the Worm and stuff like that that's got Tremolo. So I kind of I had enough. That I didn't need any more. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I bought the Choka. I mean, when they when the deal popped up, I bought all three of them together, which was it was. The way to do it, and I recommend if you find somebody trying to sell some TC Electronics, group them together mm-hmm. buy them for a good price. But um, I think this ends my collection of the TC Electronics stuff, though, because they're neat, but also I find that, I mean, they're, they are pedalboard-friendly, nice-sounding pedals. I mean, they're yeah. built to yeah. last, but I do find that the tones on them and the sounds on them are just kind of subpar for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. yeah. And you know, I was considering buying a, like a Ditto Looper or something like that at one time, and I've heard bad things about them about them wearing out and stuff. So um, you know, I kind of got that concern about these now, um, knowing that they're practically Behringer's. What's that about? You know, crazy.
1: That's interesting. I didn't. I had not realized that. Yeah. Um, That's
0: a new thing. That's a new development that I've I've learned from listening to other podcasts. Well, um,
1: well see, I, I'd actually heard very recently that that, or I had learned um, that Behringer in Europe is a much bigger company than what that oh, I thought it, that they were. It's
0: huge. I mean, the dude they, owns his own island where they build these things. Really, his parts, his circuits, his his transistors and stuff. He has some old-school parts that he uses, like the Super Fuzz uh, model that he has. I mean, people... It's a sought-after little fuzz pedal, but, and even um, JHS, his little videos, uh, Josh, whatever, he's got the videos of it, and he says it's the closest he's found to Univox Super Fuzz wow. himself. Because they use these old-school parts, um, which to me is reminiscent of Dan Electro's food pedals because the man who made those was the man who made the... Um, the Fox Tone pedal. Uh, yeah. You know what yeah. uh, He made those. So, um, and he... Got you know, a, that thing sounds rad, too. Yeah, the French Toast Fuzz is that pedal. Yeah. You know? And so, once again, that was all old circuits. Huh. You know? Cool. Cool cool stuff. So, you know, I don't... They're, of course, not using old circuits on these pedals. They sound good, though. Um, I would recommend out of those three that I got, the, the Choka was a good tremolo. I was mm-hmm. I was impressed by it. It sounded good. It didn't have a volume drop. I know sometimes the boss ones had a volume drop. Yeah. they didn't have a volume drop. That's what sold it for me.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, yeah. sounds cool. Let's do it. <laughs> I've, I've actually
1: been looking into, um, yeah, just every once in a while, like, I'll just kind of just shift gears on the old, um, the gear hunt, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, um, and I was actually, like, looking into Tremolos and, because and, I've said I, I've considered... This has been a long process where it's just kind of like me really being picky and choosy about when I go and I'm gonna build this small, really condensed board. Yeah, and it's just what do I really want? So I I'm literally looking at every option that is like, what's what's gonna make the cut? What's actually gonna go on the board? And I'm just gonna build the really condensed. What do I like the most? And what how do I like to play? Yeah. You know, think versus having the big what what I like to call the um the um kind of the studio board like it does everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um like what is the what is going to be the grab and go like the essentials, like what is what says this is me as a as a guitarist. Um but I've actually been looking into tremolos just uh, cuz I do like tremolos in effect, yeah, tremolos and, a cool effect. And um but I've kind of gotten into like looking into these harmonic tremolos. Have you oh, seen it? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, these, they're doing some wild things with these things nowadays. Yeah, they are getting out there. Um, between uh, was it Earthquaker Devices with their Nightwire? Mm-hmm. that looks really interesting. Um, Walrus with the monument.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: and I've actually shrunk that down. That was a bigger box before. That was a big box, yeah. Um, and the, the uh, <laughs> gosh, what was the? Uh, it was a real. It was a monument of a box. <laughs>
0: monumental box.
1: Yeah, monumental box. It was like bad. Rushmore. Um, what was that? But there was a third one. Uh, gosh, it's uh. Actually, I really think it was kind of like it's it's marketed as a dynamic tremolo, but it the Keeley Dynatrim.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. the one that
1: I was looking at as well. But that's an interesting box. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, you, and you can't, you can't talk about tremolo pedals and not talk about the Strymon Flint. Yeah. I mean, that thing sounds amazing. It's a good one. Yeah. Um,
0: one of my first tremolo pedals I owned was the, um, did little Dan Electro plastic one. I don't remember if it was a tuna mill. I think, I think it tuna yeah, it's tuna mill. Yeah. I think you're tuna
1: right. Yeah. I think,
0: um, I didn't know I get the model that had the knob. I got the model that had the mm-hmm. switch. So you get switched between screw Wave and, and Saw
1: Wave. Okay, yeah. And uh,
0: I, thought, I thought it was a cool pedal. I mean, it sounded really neat. Um, I still have it. I mean, I have a lot of Dan Lentros. I like those Dan Electro pedals from Tom's. Though. I mean, they're cool. Um, we used yeah. to fight about how, you know, your boutique would, you know, could it yeah, yeah. stand up to the Dan Lenter test, you know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and sometimes. Sometimes they didn't. <laughs> sometimes they didn't.
1: Sometimes they were on par. Yeah.
0: Oh man, I was but, I was hell bent on the um that Cool Cat series. I was like, man, you you cannot beat this transparent overdrive. That was my pedal, man. I <laughs> loved that pedal. We would take that thing everywhere and be like, oh yeah, this. Every
1: show we ever played.
0: Yeah, that was my sound. You dude. were there, and I do not own that one anymore. I sold that thing. I, I, it actually it was wearing out. I wore I played it so much it wore it out. The wow. The switch wasn't working hardly on it, man. Um, yeah. yeah, and I mean, they're in that box. I mean, it's kind of hard to recase some of the Dan Latro pedals. Uh, I thought about recasing it, you know, I yeah, That would have been really cool, yeah. But, yeah, I thought yeah, it would be cool, but um, you know, I, I just moved on, man. You know, yeah, you know, other pedals sound cooler. That's <laughs> <laughs> true, that's true.
1: And I tell you, uh, <laughs> there's no shortage of ideas that are floating around oh, there right gosh, now, too. Dude, it's, um, it's unbelievable out there right now, it's crazy.
0: Well, so the last time you were on the podcast, um, and we mm-hmm. had everybody together, we talked. We we set ourselves this goal of making up uh, little intro riffs and uh, come up with some riffs for songs, so that way we could break in to doing the band stuff. And since Austin's not here um, last week, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, mm-hmm. last week I told Austin we weren't gonna even bother doing it then either because okay. you weren't here um so I, of course
1: <laughs> well it's not really fair to do it now without now exactly. i'm, so, I'm, I'm uh, gonna do yeah, the same so.
0: courtesy as uh i'm not going to do it tonight either um but uh tonight i i think i'm gonna go ahead and put it out there that uh the band name i think i'm gonna go ahead and put the band name out there oh yeah yeah so uh which we've
1: discussed this this is this is not, yeah, this, not is, this isn't gonna be new to us this
0: new to. Austin and Landon, or myself, um, we are going to call the band the Electric Candlelight Band, um, which is a little nod toward the Kinks, uh, one of my favorite bands. Um, I don't know how the other guys feel about them. (laughs) I love the Kinks. (laughs) Yeah, the Kinks are
1: awesome, man. Dude,
0: I've been listening to uh, Father Christmas this week as my Christmas song. Yeah, that's a really fun Kinks Christmas song, man. But, um,. Yeah, man, so I want to get more into this, uh, to us playing, you know, I've been, you know, trying to come up with some licks myself, I haven't haven't got a lot of chances to play a whole lot, but uh, I've come up with a few little things, and for me, you know, because of who's on bass? it's going to be me, but uh, (laughs) I've been
1: (laughs) been trying to come
0: up with baselines, you know, (laughs) and, uh, excuse me. I've come up with a couple little bass lines I think are cool. Uh I'm I'm kind of leaning toward kind of like a Tommy James and a Sean Dell's kind of bass line, bass field. Yeah. Um Have you came up with anything? I know you had, you know, your stuff going on. Well, so I know it's has uh,
1: I you know, I I was noodling around last night and I was like, I'm going to do something completely different than what I thought that I would do.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um so I was like, I'm gonna put my I got the Telecaster out Just cool. felt like I had a yeah, what, yeah. T- I, had, I, had, I had had the old Tele Craven and um, and I thought I want to put this in an open tuning
0: oh and I was okay. like I'm gonna do
1: something I'm gonna do something wild no, here you. dude I cannot play in an open tuning and it not sound like Keith Richards like that I was like everything you're basically,
0: everything. you're basically asking for it yeah I was like I was like everything sounds like Keith Richards I can't <laughs> Yeah, you're basically asking for it when you do that, man. Yeah, um,
1: but I was like, I'm going to get wild here. And then I was just like, okay, okay, everything sounds like Keith. You know, back to back to standard, back to standard. Um, I, I would
0: do open E-tunings, and I found that everything sounded like Thunderclap Newman. So I'm yeah. like, <laughs> like Thunderclap Newman. <laughs> cool. Um,
1: that's, and, and honestly, it's something that I've never really played around with much, open tunings. Yeah. Um, they're fun. Fun, yeah, super cool. Yeah, no, uh...
0: I I tune everything to standard. It just yeah. calls up. I, mean, I find that when people come over and they want to pick up a guitar, they usually just go straight to standard tuning anyway. Yeah. Uh, but also it drives me absolutely bonkers when somebody comes in and picks up one of my guitars and it's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna drop tune this thing to some crazy tuning. And yeah. And they leave it that way. I'm like, oh man, why'd you do that? My dad's got a really bad habit of doing that to me. He'll yeah, yeah. jazz it <laughs> up some way, and I'm like, why did you do that, man? Um, but, <laughs> yeah, he he was over here last night playing the Groats and, uh, for the first time, and he was not impressed. Uh, really? I thought he'd be impressed uh, by not Groats. Not so much. I was thinking this is going to be right up his alley, because he's really into this bluesy stuff, like bluesy, jazzy stuff right now. Yeah. And he was not impressed whatsoever. He... he Pretty much snubbed his nose at him, but um, it's so funny because he's got these block hands, man. And he'll beat the, <laughs> he beats the hell out of a guitar <laughs> like oh, just, as soon as he picks one up. Uh, my strat will never be the same. But um, he picked up these groats and he's like, mm, mm, "Let me see that Starcaster." And I gave him the Squire Starcaster, and as soon as he picked it up, man. Like, something happened where the high he got under some, it got under a fret. Like, he, he somehow put the string underneath the fret. Drove me crazy. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. So like, now I got to work on that. But, um, but yeah. And while he was here, I was messing around a little bit with playing with him. And, um, I've got some ideas, man. I'm really excited to get Austin back over so we can finally get these ideas together. Um, I know you took home the, the uh, what is it?
1: The. Well, p- the pedal I took yeah, on Yeah, the Qtron. the, you Q-tron, took on the micro yeah.
0: Qtron. That's right. Yeah. Did you get to use it? Did you come
1: up with anything with
0: that? Uh, that's not a hard open tuning one right there.
1: Well, you know the funny thing is, gosh it, it's kind of touchy. Yeah, it's
0: weird. Like, stuff. like I didn't realize
1: because um, <laughs> I thought like, for me, and and maybe I just wasn't using it right. That that may, that's entirely possible. Yeah. Because what I had done was I had put it. Um. Uh, outside of my pedal board, that way I can kind of couple it with my overdrives and things sure. like that. But I basically just laid it next to the board uh, with a external power it supply. It likes to that. a clean signal. Yeah, and That's it. and it was just very um touchy. I guess that was the word that I had for it. Is is I could pick lightly, yeah, and then and then I wouldn't hear the effect at all, at all. You know, and then when I would really dig in, that's when you would hear it, but then I was like, okay, well, let me turn the gain back on, um, I can't remember if it was either on my Westwood, um, or the Dunes Overdrive. Mm -hmm. I want to say it was the Dunes. I tried it with both of them, but for whatever reason, when I turned the Dunes on, the volume went through the roof. Really? Yeah, it was crazy. And I was like, (laughs) it's probably (laughs) something, like, I... (laughs) There's a, uh, either a lot of gain on tap, like, with there's a lot of, like, volume in this Dunes, which is probably what it is. They probably engineered know, it to man. have so much volume.
0: It's that electric harmonics pedal thing, man. It's but, like, that that's those quirks with the electric oh, harmonics, Man, like, they're just hard to that tame. That thing,
1: that thing would scream, and I was like, yeah. which, but, now with that said, I've also had some, you know, handmade, hand-wired boutique, blah, blah. Yeah. And I set it next to another boutique handmade handwired blah blah, blah whatever, yeah. blah blah blah, and they just don't play they well don't play with things. one another. Yeah. you know it, it's like that's, that's a thing too. I think a lot of people don't take into consideration um, when getting into pedals and things. And sometimes oh, yeah. some, some, this circuit sometimes doesn't like that circuit and, oh, yeah. and they will scream and howl and everything else on you um
0: that's the classic fuzz face through a wah pedal they don't they don't yeah together yeah absolutely they they, they squeal but yeah I, i've had the dr you... q and i've had the baseballs and the qtron and i like the qtron for the control mm-hmm. uh because the baseballs and the dr q they just to me they don't have enough yeah. sound to them and they're just too thin yeah This one at least you can get it thick sounding
1: yeah you know it's like a, you know, we were talking about you know, talking about pairings yeah um, before I forget because I'm I have the memory of a goldfish and I will um pairings. One that works really well though is a standard Big Muff and a tube screamer.
0: Oh yeah, yeah they go really just
1: where yeah. like yeah basically like you don't have any mids. Yeah. Yeah coming out of a Big Muff and if you want to just you know chunk it up a little bit <laughs> any novice player that's maybe dabbling and playing in a band or whatever that may be listening. Yeah. Throw a, if you're getting lost in the mix, throw a, but you love the sound of the big muff, throw a tube Screamer in front of the big muff. Yeah, because
0: the tube Screamer is nothing but
1: mids. Yeah, I was about to say it flattens out that EQ. Oh, yeah. Or if you're willing to splurge a little Mm. bit, you can buy a big muff with a mids knob. Mids control. That's true. Yeah, I mean, like uh, my tri ram, we were talking about earlier, has a mids knob. So, um, I technically don't need a tube screamer on the board. I still got one. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah,
0: I know a man who has three right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. Um, yeah. I I I went through this thing of buying tube screamers so that I, it was a sound I didn't really mess with for a long time. Then I bought like the Love pedal and then I got into the Joyos and the different like little cheapo ones that I could find. And now I have all these different variations of tube screamer. And I don't know which one I like better. So you know, really? confusing. yeah, man, I got I got mixed up with them all, but um, so next week when we get together, man, um, we're gonna get together with this this band thing going, man. Yeah, got let's get to it started. You. Got to. I've been I've been telling Austin we're gonna do this. Am I getting next week. Am I
1: getting relegated back to drums again? <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I, well, I,
0: the rule the rule was whoever's you know riff we liked the best was the one we were gonna turn into a song. So if you come up with a riff. On guitar, that we all agree is the riff we want to start with.
1: Then I'll teach it to you.
0: No, no. <laughs> then then I'm going to put Austin on bass, and then I'll be on drums, and we'll go that route. Because I don't think Austin does drums, necessarily. Okay. And um, I think it goes for here. Like I think the only way you'll be on drums is if I come up with a guitar part yeah. that neither one of you guys are really comfortable with playing yeah that's fine which that's i hope see how you wouldn't be yeah but um yeah i really want to get into doing that uh next week and um the thing is i'm only doing it that way because i feel like even if we do all three come up with a riff we're all we're going to do all three riffs it's just whoever's you know one that we like the best that's the one we're going to start with
1: okay
0: uh but we will end up doing all three riffs we're gonna okay. we're gonna figure out how to work with all of them so do come up with something that you like, but yeah. also come up with something that you, that is landing. Yeah. You know, come, I will. Up, come I will. up with your style because what I want for the electric candlelight band is for us to each, each one of us have our own feel. So mm-hmm. I want the George Harrison, John Lennon, Paul McCartney feel, Yeah, you know, they all had something different you know yeah but that's what made him true. the beatles <laughs> <It's true. laughs> you know? and so i want that but where us.
1: was poor ringo in all of this though <laughs> you know, you know,
0: i'm not saying ringo is bad at anything you know uh i'm a ringo fan you know i love I'm, ringo i I, yeah, I love ringo but i think what paul mccartney got in the end of the day man really yeah man i was listening to his new stuff today it was pretty good man I, i'm impressed i I say for somebody, you know, during quarantine, he really, he really took advantage oh, yeah. of it, man. Which I guess everybody has, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think there's yeah, like
0: another million new podcasts out there. Got, right now, got to so. find a
1: way not to make yourself go crazy.
0: Oh, for real, dude, ain't that the truth? But you know, I haven't, I haven't really experienced the, the drag of the quarantine as much because I mean, I've had to work straight through it, and I know you yeah, have as well. Yeah. Um, Which but,
1: I've been, I've been fortunate. Okay.
0: Yeah, I know. In the weeks to come, there is going to be another. Big round of quarantining everybody, and yeah. the, and then the the new um, curfew that you were just telling me about earlier, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, in in our state, and yeah. That's
0: so right. that's going to be something to look forward to. So during that time, while you're curfewed at home, come up with a song. You know that'd be that'd be cool. That'd be really neat. And maybe we can get DJ Mike back on here again too. I think he's gonna bring some synthesizer stuff over.
1: Ooh, but, that'd uh, be cool.
0: Yeah, I'm wanting to get him in with some synths. I think that'd be really cool. He's he's a good guy. He's a nice fella. You haven't met him yet, um, but you will. And uh, you know that would be fun. We are going to get this band started, and we're gonna get some music out there. And uh, I think for the next few episodes, maybe like the next four episodes or so we're going to really put a good focus into it and we're probably going to have a few episodes where we're going to be split up where you're going to be at home doing the podcast um Mm -hmm. so folks if you're listening be prepared to hear some shorter broadcasts too you might have a couple of small ones during the week um but as we say you know this is the end again uh we're coming to it thank you for listening i hope you got something out of it tonight This has been Dylan. This is Landon. This is Who's on Base. See you again next week. Same time, same place. Bye.